Welcome to the Show Up Fitness Podcast, where great personal trainers are made. We are changing the fitness industry one qualified trainer at a time with our in-person and online personal training certification. If you want to become an elite personal trainer, head on over to showupfitness.com. Also, make sure to check out my book, How to Become a Successful Personal Trainer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Have a great day and keep showing up. Howdy, everybody, and welcome back to the Show Up Fitness Podcast. We are lucky to have Miss Amanda. She is in Florida. She just passed her NASM CPT, and we're going to talk about that to help any 20-year-old out there who wants to pursue their passion for fitness into a career. Amanda, thank you for taking the time to join us, and congratulations on your CPT. Thank you. Thank you. Let's talk about it. When did you start get interested in becoming a trainer and let's take us to where we're at now and then we'll go over uh, the, the exam. Yeah. So my passion for fitness started when I was 16 around COVID. Um, after all the whole shutdown, I started doing little home workouts in my basement. And then after um, stuff started opening, I got a gym membership, started going to a big commercial gym where I met a lot of personal trainers and started learning from them. I would watch fitness YouTube videos. Um, and I just got really, really interested in learning about it. And these trainers that I had met at the gym told me, Oh, once you're 18, go get a personal training cert. Like you already know what you're doing. Um, so I started working at the gym just as sales in front desk. And I had always been like in the back of my head thinking about getting a certification, but it never happened in high school because I hadn't graduated yet. But um, I got down to college in Florida and I started going to this private gym and the owner noticed that I was really strong and very educated about fitness. Um, and he asked me if I wanted to start working there as a trainer. And I told him that I didn't have any kind of certification. And he said to not worry about that, that he cared more about the trainer's knowledge and experience rather than a piece of paper, <laughs> a certification paper. So I started shadowing under him and like kind of learning from him for the next year. And then I actually did get um, a job there as a trainer, which I've been doing for about a year now, a little less than a year. Um, and I've just really learned from hands-on experience from older trainers because I am only 20 years old. Um, and then I had been talking to my personal trainer friends and they had the ones who had been telling me to get a NASM cert or any kind of cert. And I was like, you know what, I'll just do it. So I asked for the exam for Christmas this past year in December. And I studied for about three and a half weeks. And then I passed it last week. Congrats. And that's you know, always telling someone smart when they're going through the material. And you're like, yeah, this isn't really adding up. And so you go online, try to find some additional resources. And there is this certain stigma that, you know, you're around, you know, five, 10 of your, your buddies, hunks and hunkettes as we call them. And they're all certified and you have the experience. You, as I talk about in my book, help Nick, you are strong. You're in there. You said you can do eight pull-ups. You're cranking out 400 plus on hip thrust. You're going to hit 145 on bench here soon. So you have that look and people want to learn from you, but there's like in the back of your head, like, well, I'm not certified. I don't really feel like I'm qualified to do it. So you go on the, the Google machine, you type in how to become a trainer, or you have someone who tells you get NASM certified. And then you start going through the book and you're like, well, what, what was going through your mind when you're studying? Did you feel like intuitively this was the Bible for training that this is going to make you the best trainer in the world? What were your thoughts? 
Yeah. So literally exactly like you said, I am clearly very knowledgeable about fitness in the gym and lifting. And I would have friends coming up to me like, please give me a workout plan. Please train me. And it was always in the back of my head, like, well, maybe I should get some kind of certification. So I started looking into NASM and I was thinking about trying to read the textbook. And then I realized that was not really a viable option. Um, but I was going through the material and it was just kind of, there was some chapters that seemed like they had good, decent information. Like there's a lot of info on nutrition. There's a, there's a small amount of anatomy. Um, but I was like, this isn't really comprehensive, like fitness training information. And I was thinking about how I train myself, how I make my own workout plans and how I would train other people if I was to. And I was like, the plans that NASM is telling me to do, like the OPT model, standing on a BOSU ball, like this is not what I would do. So I started Googling, like, what do you need to focus on for the NASM exam? Because I was like, I do not want to focus on all of this information. And that's when I found the show up fitness videos, the long video of go when you guys went through the entire book. And that really helped me focus in on what to study. And that's when I really started to realize that, okay, like the NASM is literally just a certification. And I don't think it really does prepare any kind of trainers. Um, I would say since I did work as a trainer before getting the cert, it's a little bit of a strange situation um, where I kind of have already my set way of how I do things. And then getting this NASM cert, it made me like memorize a ton of random information that I don't think I will ever use or need. Um, that being like the overhead squat assessment. Like I have never once performed the overhead squat assessment on my clients and my clients see amazing progress. Um, so I think that goes to speak for itself. And nor should you, it's putting someone into, if you, you know, you're in an environment where you're working with primarily young ladies who want to grow their glutes, you know, trim down their, their waist, they're not going to ever do this when you're training them. They're going to squat, they're going to hinge, they're going to do unilateral exercise, overload the glutes and the, the, the four actions that the glutes do in all planes of motion, and you're going to overload them and they're going to get stronger and you repeat and keep on doing it. And that's how you're going to get the results. And Unfortunately, if you were to follow this blindly, you have your clients doing a stability ball squat curl press. You have your clients doing a stability ball press. And I almost get frustrated at it because you look at the accomplishments that you just said, you know, benching 135, that's a huge accomplishment. And and as we call them at show up, hunkettes, you should be out there. That should be a goal, be benching the bar at a, a 45 and you said, because it's empowering and doing a, a stability ball press with fives in each hand. It's like, you don't need to do that. You can start with the bar. You can get stronger. You can start with a push-up. You know how to regress and progress appropriately based on what you've gone through. And you can tell you had a great mentor because he or she understood that it's just smoke and mirrors. I own gyms and people will tell me, I need to get certified. No, you don't. It's more of an ego thing. You just want to be able to say it because you don't have the confidence because you're new to tell other people, I don't need that actually. You can train at gyms, show up in this. You don't have to be certified, but we have our own certification and we only take certain trainers because we understand what the industry is like. Just like you were saying, your mentor said that he, you could train there and work with people. And if you have insurance at that gym, as the owner does, you're fine. But unfortunately, there is a, a low entry standard to become a trainer. And too many people are out there hurting people and they don't really know how to, to do it properly. So I'm always intrigued into the mind on what was going through your mind when, when you started seeking, like doing your research. Did you, because you had people telling you, so NASA was already there. 
So one question I always like to ask people is, why did you choose NASA, MASI, say over show up in a CPT? And what is that answer for you? Honestly, it was just the most readily available for, available for me. Like I had talked to other trainers. A lot of them had gotten their certs through NASM. Um, one of them was through a trade school, um, but they told me NASM. So it was just in my brain. I just Googled personal training certification. First thing that pops up. Um, so I just yeah. got it and awesome. it seems it like is very widely used. So I just, I think I did make the mistake of just blindly selecting it before I really researched or looked for critics of it. Um, they're but, a great marketing company. They get in front of you and yeah. that's, the, that's the beauty of their company. I look at it as, uh, you don't, you don't get bitter, get better. How can you emulate that where it's like fast food? You look at an M in the sky, McDonald's, everyone recognizes it. And that's uh, a lot of these textbook certifications. They just have the marketing power to get in front of people. And now you have a long-term vision. You want to go out there and get into dietetics. We just did a great podcast with an RD and she talks about um, working with athletes. And you said you're about two years into school. So you got two more to get your undergrad and then you get your master's and go through your dietetic internship. And how do you see yourself merging the two fitness, strength training, and nutrition in the future? Um, big goal. I would love to own my own business. I would love to own like a fitness business um, where I can actually provide certified nutrition advice being a registered dietitian. Um, but before that happens, I think I would either I would have to choose if I wanted to do like a clinical side of dietetics or more sports, which I think I'm leaning towards the sports. So that could be working with a sports team, working with a gym. Um, but all of that is really more so determined in my master's and my internship. Um, so right now I'm really just focusing on learning as much as I can um, to get there in the future. Awesome. So you'll be right at the that cutoff for in 2030, the CSCS, that's the National Strength and Conditioning Association. They have the gold standard for strength and conditioning. You'll be right at that point to take their exam and there'll be like a little three-month window when you'll be out of school, you'll be ready to get your RD. So you will have your college degree. And that is like the, the paramount strength and conditioning certification out there. So you can have that acronym as well as an RD and you'll just be uh, really highly sought after because a lot of teams, as the RD and I talked about earlier, you know, they'll look for an RD, they'll look for a strength coach, they'll look for an athletic trainer. If you can check off two of those boxes, you'll just be a lot more uh, attractive for the application process. For Exactly. For and that's even what my professors here have been telling me throughout um, this whole process in all of my dietetics classes. They're saying that it's great that I do have a personal training certification to have on my resume when applying to grad schools, when applying to internships, because it just adds that extra layer. Even though a lot of people do look down on NASM, obviously, because NASM is not an incredible certification, but it is something. And it just adds that kind of credibility to a resume when applying to future things. And I think that being so educated in fitness, I'm not going to say having my certification because getting the certification really didn't provide me with any more education than I already had. But just being so educated in fitness has helped me so much with my degree so far because I already have so much prior knowledge in all my classes. Like when I had to take anatomy and phys, I passed it with a 97 because I just knew everything already. Like I knew how a muscle contracts. I know the locations of muscles in the body. Like I just think that since I immersed myself in so much education, being so young, 
literally starting when I was 16. And I've just continually done this and made it a habit and made it part of my lifestyle. I really think that has helped me learn so, so much. It's like when you do it every day, when you make it part of your lifestyle, that's when you really learn, not when you study for three weeks for a certification exam. And so it's a, it's a very common story that we hear someone will come across us through YouTube and they'll get our cheat sheet, whatever it is to help them get through it. They reach out like you did and say, Hey, thank you so much for helping me pass, breeze through it. Super, super easy. You said the exam was not challenging whatsoever. And then now you're in that next step. And you know, we said, we got to get you into that nutrition course that we have where you actually get asked questions to an RD. And, and then when you reflect back on you know, anyone else out there is interested in, in getting certified, do your research, look at the options. You will come across, I was talking to someone right before this, that their gym, specifically the boutique spot, they wanted an ASM cert. Well, you got to go do it. If you follow and listen specifically to what we say, we have a guide, we have classes, we have our cheat sheet, breeze through it. But then you have that background where you've been doing this and you've been in a good, essentially you did a year internship where you're learning in that environment. If you don't have that opportunity, like Amanda did find somewhere where you can learn from people who are doing what you want to do, whether it's an athletic environment, whether if you're working with general population, changing careers, maybe you're 40, 50 years old and you're looking at getting involved. You had a cool transformation story. Now you want to start working with people your age get into an environment where you can learn from people who are doing what you want to do. Do you have any suggestions or pointers for any 20 year olds that want to become a trainer before we call her a day, Amanda? Yeah, literally everything that you just said. Um, so much of my experience, so much of my knowledge um, has come through experience. So reach out to people, like you said, who are doing what you want to do, reach out to older trainers. If you go to a gym right now, chat with one of the trainers they're really like hey how'd you get your cert like I am thinking about doing the same thing they can give you so much advice and so many tips um one of my really good trainer friends his name is Paul back in Illinois he is amazing and he helped me with so much I've learned so much from him and all I did was ask him um just learn through experience go to the gym and observe people observe what the trainers do and if you get lucky enough to find a gym like I did a private gym that doesn't require certification um take that job to train if you have the knowledge and you have the expertise and you're willing to put in the time and the work do that because I learned so much through that and then based on the knowledge and experience I gained from that year um I was able to take the cert exam so easily so just put yourself out there I think ask more experienced people and know that they can definitely help you yeah well glad you got through that if anyone is listening to this and you have a question where can people follow you um, on my Instagram is at Amanda Eldridge with an extra E at the end, or my fitness account is at underscore Amanda's lifts. There we go. We'll have to send you some of our show up leggings. I'll send you a copy of my book so you can get through that. So in the future, when people ask, how do I become a certified personal trainer? You will start the new process of telling them, check out show fitness CPT. Try that out. It's yes. actually cheaper than that. That is my new, new best advice is check out show up fitness. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much, man. And remember the most important thing, keep showing up. <laughs>